Hey everyone, this is Shadows. And Chaos. We're from the Shadows of the Moon podcast. We're here to tell you about Anchor and how it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And I heard it's free. It is free. There's also a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So I don't have to upload and change platforms? Nope, not at all. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it'll be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Without me having to do it? Yep. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Are you kidding me? Not at all. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead on over, download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm, A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. And that's with a capital A. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. How are you? What is going on? Ding-a-ding. How is everybody? Right? Well, that's weird. Okay, there we go. I'm like, that's weird. And is... Uh, chat message came up on DLive, but didn't come up on YouTube. But there it is. Okie dokie. Doing good. Doing good. Tired, but good. Eddie will be along shortly. Damn, Nicole. Yeah, I can understand that. Hey, Ruth. How you doing? How you doing? What is up? Hello, Easily Distracted. Hello, Andy. Hello, Nicole. Hello, Misty. I saw the Misty Cat up there. <laughs> what is going on? Hope all is well today. I'm doing good, thanks for asking. Yeah, doing good. Like I said, a little tired, but all right. A little tired, but all right. Really? And he says, you recall me saying I've never seen a UFO? Apparently, I have. Years ago, when shooting at night, forgot all these years until I had a dream about it last week where I saw the same thing. That's wild, Andy. That is wild. Wow. So was it your dream the same setup as it was all that uh, all those years ago? Pretty interesting. I am doing good. Thank you for asking. 
Hey, Heaven Sun, how are you? Was back in the late 80s, early 90s. Didn't look like the classic UFO, though. More like Morse code in the sky. Really? Like blinking? Hey, Zach, how are you? I am doing well, thank you. How you doing, hon? I think a lot of us have seen one, but never realized what we we're looking at. That's just my take. Except that stupid one that I was trying to prove Eddie wrong. Even the aliens are against me in that. I was trying to prove Eddie wrong and he was right. <laughs> That's wild though, Andy. And it's funny that, it, not funny, but you did Dots and dashes, stars move east to west. This was going the other way. Long central line, one or two above and below. That's wild. What was I just watching or looking at? Crap. It's funny you just said that, like Morse code, because I just... saw something about um, like almost like Morse code in the sky. I'm going to have to look that up again. I wonder if it's in my history. Bear with me, guys. Because I had just, I don't know if it was last night or the night before. Or if it was on my phone. But it does seem like it was. I saw something on Twitter. And I clicked on it. I don't know, Andy. If you're forgetting about that night 30 years ago. Something like that. that you know what I mean? Oh, let me see. I wish I could. Don't you wish your brain, it worked, the computer worked with your brain? No, not really. I don't wish that. Never mind. Yeah, I'm not seeing any. Oh, wait a minute. Nope. Excuse me. Awesome. No, that ain't it. Damn it. <coughs> Excuse me. No, I'm not going to find it. But there was something on Twitter. I believe it was Twitter that somebody came forward with what they saw. And it had to do with something like Morse code. I remember seeing it. Damn it. I wish I could remember. Uh, good. Good to hear that you're doing well, Zach. 
She'd probably like a beach there, Andy. Watch the thing for ages slowly going across the sky. Then after the dream within it last week, I woke remembering the whole night. How many rabbits I got and how many were taken by the fox. Wow. Like even details. That's amazing. Hey, Spitfire. That's amazing, Andy. I Yeah, something. I believe something triggered something. Was it me talking about Proxemia Centria? <laughs> wow. To, and to remember that detail, that's crazy. That's wicked crazy. Damn, Andy. Now it's fresh in your mind like it was yesterday. Hey, Nubs. What's up, hon? Like you're recalling. Okay. Shit. That's crazy. Interesting as hell. Interesting as hell. No problem, Nubs. No problem, on. I know you get here when you can. <laughs> I thank you for coming in. I appreciate it. Definitely. Yeah. So, like I said, Eddie should be along shortly. He said he'd... Um, thank you for the share on Instagram, Zach. I appreciate that. Um, He said he'd be here right shortly after I went live. So today we're talking about, we're going to go down the timeline, but we're going to start what just happened last year and go back in time. And this is how I usually research stuff is I'll, something will happen recent, right? And I'll go back to see if it has any, not legitimacy, but just uh, any anything reported back in the day, you know what I mean? Whether it be ancient times or, you know, 1900s or whatnot. That's a little loud. Thank you, Nicole, for the ice cream. I appreciate it. <laughs> That's just a little loud. I do appreciate it. Her up there wearing her crown on D-Live chat. <laughs> But yeah, so something happened last year. Well, this lease was written in December 22nd. And then we're going to go back in time from there. Thank you, Ruth, for sharing us out. I appreciate it. Thank you, Nubs, for sharing Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> I've done that, Spitfire. I've been watching somebody on my phone and been conked out. Eddie will do that too, or he'll leave one running and forget about it, and he'll go to bed, and I'll come in here, and it's like on, on the 20th video. 
Sharing is caring. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, yeah. Good to see all you guys. Very good to see all you guys. Oh, nubs. <laughs> hey, there's merch for that. <laughs> I went down through all the shows, except Shadow's Corner, I think. And uh, put like, you know, Monday is my favorite show with the paranormal picture. And then Wednesday with aliens and Fridays with Freaky News Friday. Well, that's true, Andy. Sharing is caring until you need antibiotics to get rid of what you shared, what was shared with you. That is true. <laughs> oh, thank you, Nubs. <laughs> hey, kitten, how you doing, hon? Very cool. Very cool. But yeah, yeah, I mean merch for that fun fun all right guys shall we get started i don't know what i don't even know if eddie messaged me back or not let's see nope he is not hey ellen how you doing haha <laughs> zach's over on facebook i see what is going on? Welcome, welcome. Hope all is well in your world. Hope all is well in your world. Should we get started? Do you guys do anything? I haven't seen a couple of you in a while. You guys done anything cool and exciting? Don't mind the hair. It's in transition still. Trying to give it a rest before I put the dye on it. All right. Let's go ahead and get started. So we are talking... Proximia centauri. So Proximia centauri, well, Proximia B was discovered by us. And I just had it and now I can't find it. Well, we'll figure it out. Nope, that's not it. All right. Anyway, a couple of years ago, Proximia B was discovered, was a planet discovered by us that had Earth-like qualities. It's one of the Goldilocks Goldie zone planets, <laughs> right? No, not Eddie and I. No, that would be awesome, though. <laughs> but in December, well, at least this is written December 22nd, 2020, 
Scientists studying archival data collected by the Parkes Radio Telescope in Australia said they have found a radio signal that came from the direction of Proxemia Centra, the closest star to Earth. Proxemia Centra has at least one planet that may be habitable to life as we know it. There is a slim chance that the signal came from extraterrestrial beings though other explanations are far more, far more likely. Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence, and no one, including the astronomers analyzing the data, are claiming that they found aliens. A paper analyzing the findings is not expected to be published until 2021. So there's a lot we don't know. But as often the case was exciting scientists, science results, the news leaked earlier. The Guardian broke the story on December 18th. The scientist involved spoke publicly to Scientific American, an expert at the SETI Institute. Okay, so we got a signal, right? Um, Finding life beyond Earth is one of the Planetary Society's core interests. So we are following the story and have provided this guide to help you interpret the news. And we're going to go through this news and then we're going to go look at what was said before, before they got the signal, right? Even before they found the planets. Um, regardless of the outcome, findings like these are important steps in the scientific project or scientific process. We encourage caution and skepticism while nothing is natural to feel it's while it's while noting it's natural to feel excited as you consider the existence of life in other worlds and ponder your place in space. So the signal. The signal was found by Breakthrough Listen, a privately funded effort to search for signals from intelligent beings. Breakthrough Listen scientists recorded the signal while monitoring, monitoring Proxima Centauri for flares to understand how they might affect conditions on the star's planet. Probably looking at it to see how their sun with solar flares affected their planet like our sun affects ours. Right? E.T. go home. <laughs> um, the radio signal appeared in multiple observatories observatories of Proxima Center taken by Parks in April and May of 2020. The signal wasn't noticed until later. So Proxima Centria is the closest star to Earth, located 4.2 light years away. It is part of the three-star Alpha Centauri system and only visible from Earth through telescopes in the Southern Hemisphere. Proxima Centauri is has two known exoplanets, Proxima Centria B and C, in exoplanet nomenclature, the star itself is A. Proxima B is just slightly bigger than Earth and lies in the star's habitable zone, the not-too-hot, not-too-cold region where liquid water could exist on a planet's surface. <laughs> no problem. Welcome back, Nicole. Um, Proxima B is tidally locked, with one side always baked by its star 
and the other plunge into perpetual darkness. The world um, occupies a tight 11-day orbit where radiation from Proxima Century could, bump, could bombard the surface and strip the planet's atmosphere. This makes it an unlikely place for life as we know it to evolve. Hey, David, how are you? Welcome. How you doing? Proxima C lies farther away from its host star, making it too cold to support life as we know it. Well, that's just, hey, modest moongazer, how are you? Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Um, yeah, it can't support life as we know it, but we don't know, you know, how, if there are aliens, how they survive. Definitely, probably different from what, you know, us breathing oxygen. Why not? They say Anunnaki have gold in their atmosphere. They have to breathe in the gold. So, you know. So, well, thank you for the follow, David. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Definitely. It, invasion of the Davids have just begun, LOL. <laughs> well, we welcome you guys, all of yas. So, this is why the signal could be aliens. The signal frequency is 982 megahertz, and it's not typically used by spacecraft. So, it's not spacecraft bouncing off there. The signal reappeared after the telescope looked at another part of the sky and then turned back to Proxima Centria as part of a collaboration procedure to check the, for interference from local sources, such as like microwave ovens. <laughs> there is no known natural astronomical phenomenon that would generate such a tight band radio signal at 982 megahertz. So that's the reasons it could be aliens. Why the signal might not be aliens. The signal analysts is still underway. Final publishing's findings will have to be scrutinized by other scientists, of course, you know. The signal shifted slightly in frequency, which would be consistent with a transmitter on a planet orbiting Proxima Centria. However, the shift was apparently in the wrong direction. I don't know how all that works. I'm not that smart when it comes to radio signals or anything like that. So, I mean, I don't know if it usually shifts like higher, but this one shift lower. I don't know. Maybe you guys do, if you know how radio signals work. They're saying something behind Proxima Centria could be caused, could have caused the signal. Just because we don't know of na any natural phenomenon that could cause the signal doesn't mean it exists. Andy says, always amazes me that the presumption is made that the intelligent life to exist. It must live in very similar conditions to ourselves. That is true, Andy. That's why I said what I did. I mean, we don't know. We don't know. 
there's aliens out there. We don't know how they breathe or how they live or whatnot. But we are going to find out that aliens from Proxima B. So, and I'll show you a picture of them. Almost 60 years ago, okay, this was, and this was written in 2016. So we're going back. Now we have the signal now, right? That happened last year. This is going back to 2016 when this was written. <laughs> Nubs don't even know the all the life that's in our, oh, wrong one. Yes, we do. Look at me. I'm an alien. Duh, LOL. <laughs> Would that be not normal, David? David says, could shift 12.5 to 25 megahertz. And he said, don't even know all the life that is in our own oceans, let alone on another world. That is true. <laughs> See, when it comes to radio signals and all that, I just think it's interesting that that's why I'm going like back down through the timeline. <laughs> so... Proximity of me, almost 60 years ago. Hey, Patrick. Hello, my friend. Welcome. How are you? An account emerged of aliens from a planet around Proximia Centauri. It's been largely forgotten, but now that we know the planet is real, does the wild story deserve another look? And that's how... That's why I wanted to go back in timeline because so first there was a report of aliens, right? From this Proxima B. Then we discovered the planet, not me and Eddie, <laughs> but there was an actual planet, Proxima B, and now we're getting signals from Proxima B. You know what I mean? So it says this happened August 25th, 2016. This week's humans announced the discovery of Proxima B, an exoplanet orbiting Proxima Centauri for just four light years away and began immediately spectating about what life it may host and how to visit the announcements came decades after the publication of evidence that Cenos aliens from the planet in the Proxima Centauri system have already made the trip between our planets. According to the evidence, the aliens are about eight to eight and a half feet tall, humanoid in shape, and five times stronger than humans. They eat tasteless pills and have no need for sleep. They visited a number of ancient civilizations on Earth and were almost were most recently spotted in Taiwan in December of 2012. That's normal radio signals. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this was 900, what did I say, 982 megahertz? But they said it shifted the wrong way, so... Oh, very cool, Nicole. Spirit was playing with your hair. Oh. 
So, um, super UFO enthusiast Scott Waring posted the Taiwan sighting, which also seems easily explained as some odd light artifacts in the photograph, but you can judge for yourself. And again, I'll show the picture in a second. I know what you're thinking. Surely that can't be the only evidence of aliens from proximity B, right? Of course not. This is the internet where evidence multiplies like digital rabbits. But the ori origin story of the human interaction with the alleged aliens from around Proxima Centuria is actually pretty interesting and not very well known across the wide worldwide, wide world of online alien visitation theories. For seven years, beginning in 1957, a team of psychologists in California had lengthy conversations with a charming and friendly alien from somewhere in the vicinity of Alpha Centauria, who came to be known as simply Hands. The name comes from the fact that the creature was revealed in time to be a lovable and childlike, but huge being with dome shaped body and eight hands with an intelligence that would perhaps somewhere between that of a human and a dog according to the account in ESP and hypnosis of course hands was not physically present in the room with researchers Lee Gladden and Peggy Williams for all those years ago but instead appeared to emerge through interactions with a young woman under hypnosis and if you watch, if you guys have watched any of Dolores Cannon, you know, she started out as a hypno, uh, hypnotist and um, doing past life regressions. And that's where she started talking to they. And the reason she called them they was because of the fact that they always said we. And he says, eight hands, I would definitely be blind by now. <laughs> right? So in 1976, Gladden and Williams published a book um, about the research involving hypnosis and many connection conversations with hands. The identity of the woman who was under hypnosis still remains protected. Um, titled Hands, the true account, a hypnotic, hypnotic subject reports on outer space. And I've, I've actually been searching for that book. And I'm going to try to find it and read it. But it's been long out of print. So I can imagine I probably won't end up getting it. <laughs> Misty Kit, this one or Dolores Cannon? It's weird because Dolores Cannon, if you think about it, if you look back on in her books and listen to her, a lot of it coincides with talking with um, Ra or it coincides with other things that have been going on or was told in stories. Um, anyway. Through Gladden and Williams, make no assertions about whether hands and the Sinos aliens are real or products of the active imagination and subconscious of an individual young woman. 
a small corner of the internet takes the world the words of hands channeled through that young woman quite seriously though over their many sessions hands revealed that if it knew of and was in contact with a handful of other intelligent species including humans dolphins and the Cenos aliens from a planet around Proxima Centera. Physicist Dr. Barry Warmkessel, who for decades had been developing some pretty out there alternative theories of how planets and sediment life forms evolve, told me that the uh, alien figure spotted in Taiwan is possibly a Cenos alien. Wormcastle has in, in, integrated the account of Cenos aliens from a Proxima planet into this broader theory of the universe called astrometrics, which is really detailed, involved, and frankly, I really didn't understand it. It's the stuff of science fiction and fantasy with face-bearing telepathic, telepathic spiritual beings and such. Freaking missyisms. I can't even say missyisms. Um, but Warmcastle appears to be dead serious. As crazy as it sounds, scientists or science scored a tiny point for Warmcastle and for the notion that a telepathic alien from somewhere near Alpha Centauria may have actually participated in those hypnosis sessions decades ago. That is, we know now that there is a potential habit habitable planet orbiting Proxima Centauri, which, according to the hands accounts, is where the Cenos aliens hail from. I And that's what drew me to this story, because I think it's funny that, you know, we have this report of aliens back in the day telling us where they're from. Then we find the planet, and now we're getting a... a um, yeah, pretty much, Andy. Hey, Skook. How you doing, hon? Um, now we're getting a signal from it. Hurry back, Patrick. So on the off chance that Wormcastle is right to take on hands seriously, here's what else to know about Cenos aliens, presumably of newly confirmed planet Proxima B. They wear gray suits and helmets, or at least they did back in the 1950s. It's possible that style has evolved. There are males and females, which can give birth up to 20 offspring. They suffer from no disease and can live to be 120 years old. The Cenos spaceship looks like a spinning tape recorder. And they use their craft to visit Earth during World War II and help construct the Sphinx Mayan pyramids, and other artifacts. According to Warmcastle's summary of the hands accounts, their knowledge is stored in personal memory banks available to all, and they function as one supergroup, kind of like what we hear we've heard before. Therefore, decisions are made of group consents. There's no, thus, there's no disagreements. The Cenus don't joke. So they don't have, if you ever meet one, they don't have a sense of humor. That's really just the beginning of what Hans and Warmcastle could tell you about the civilization um, that might be waiting for us on Praxemia B. 
Okay. More about them is the Cenos aliens. Um, the Cenos extraterrestrial aliens landed near Hands when he was two ones years old. Okay, I'm. There's no way I'm going to be able. To. Um. Cenos being have two arms, two legs, and slightly pointed heads, as do humans, and wear gray suits with helmets. They are bigger than humans, maybe eight foot to eight and a half feet tall. They have many little hearts all over, permitting more strength, and they are about five times stronger than a normal human. Their lungs function as our kidneys to expel waste. They are a carbon-based life form with many big pores on their skin. They have no serious disease or illness and live to about 120 years old. They eat tasteless pills and they they no longer sleep. So that tells me they, they used to something something triggered it to where now they no longer sleep. Okay, nubs. You can send it, but just let me know where you send it. <laughs> Cenos <laughs> um, are apparently of two sexes, and the women are live bearers and can birth, give birth between 20 till the end of life, but usually around 30 years old. They would not answer questions about sex, but have no pleasure in copulation. Mates are selected via tests, but others, not parents, raise their children. That's weird. They now use telepathy for contact, but used to use voice, which is a sharp way to communicate. They originally started to learn telepathy through music, which they have in common with they in which they have common with us. Their knowledge is stored in personal memory banks available to all, and they function as one supergroup. Kind of like the collective, right? Therefore, decisions are made by group consciousness, thus no disagreements. Telepathy can only transfer what the telepathic person understands. The Cenos don't joke. The Cenos spaceship arrived when Hans was two ones, and there were four or five Cenos spaceships with about six of the Cenos aliens in the each, and they built large buildings on the Hands planet. Now, the Hands number is the one they're actually talking to. The Cenos, but they're called Cenos aliens. The Cenos spaceship was a little round and long. The Cenos spaceship looked like a spinning tape recorder. The spaceship had many decks, and the Cenos traveled through the spokes on the wheel. Traveled through the spokes on the wheel. Okay. The spaceship left a little hole in the ground or snow when it took off. It travels at nearly the speed of light, up to a point... 978C beyond, which is the distortion of bones in their heads causing psychological damage. Their near circular diameter ranges up to 2,500 feet, 
the air on the sinner's home world has a large percentage of oxygen than Earth's. Oh, has a lower percentage of oxygen than Earth. The Sinos home would seem to be have more elements than Earth does. The Sinos do not think we can travel very far without knowledge of these elements. Artificial elements are need, 115, see, um, are needed to spark the vac sparking the vacuum in order to make the saucer operate. The electrons and postrons so generated are sped up in a cyclotron-like device and ejected rearward near light speed propelling, propels the saucer forward at major fraction of the speed of light, not as fast as the rearward ejection, ejected particles. So there you go. Just in case you wanted to build one of their ships. It took one to travel from their home star system to Han's planet. The Sinos ship was coming to visit Han's planet and would travel one-fourth of the way in time with a question mark because they weren't sure in six weeks. They had visited four other intelligent life forms. The Sinos ships could draw energy from the stars, but upon leaving the Han's planet, this was destroyed by hitting space rocks. What? Okay, Andy, hurry back. One of the Sinos astronauts that was on the destroyed ship had visited Earth during World War II. Well, I didn't say this happened here, nubs. <laughs> but yes, you need to get to Alaska ASAP, damn it. <laughs> um, Sinos technology. They had created life, but only like jellyfish. They claim other planets, smaller than Earth, were out in our solar system beyond Pluto, and that Mars had plants on it. Does anybody know if, if they found any plants on Mars yet? That would be interesting if they did, right? They claim that they there was a twin Earth, the moon, um... But if you listen to like Dolores Cannon and all them, there is an Earth point 2.0, but it's us shifting to the new Earth. There was contact between Sanos and a silicone-based life form that did not look like humans or hands, but was more advanced than humans. That'd be interesting. That would be interesting. Exactly, Nubs, since I haven't heard that, but would be awesome and would be interesting um, it definitely means something is living there. Yeah, that would be interesting if it came out saying that, you know, there was plants on Mars. Hmm. The Sinos began multiplying 15 structures, apparently, very close together near the group of hands, the hands being. This is the building of the Sinos temple or base. Um, 
The cluster of the building was several blocks in size and made of a very thick glass-like crystalline material that was in case, in one case, a greenish-blue color. When the Sinos were clearing the building site, the trees would appear to walk away from the area with roots coming out of the ground. I wonder if they're like tree walkers. This is interesting. I'm sorry, guys, if it's boring to you. I find this very interesting. Now you're seeing a little bit of um, what I what I when I go down rabbit holes. <laughs> Mars is where the MIB are from. <laughs> well, then I'm staying way away from there. Damn it! Okay, where was I? Um, when the Sinos. Okay, no, I already read that part. The building had domes, steeples, and spires, spires, you know, those things, and perhaps many of 500 antenna. The human contacting the hands being used repeated dis descriptions of the temple building as way to prove or verify that they were actually connecting the hands alien. Very well could be. That's interesting, Nubs, to look at it that way. Not boring, Missy. I just don't know much on the subject. Right? Definitely. Definitely, Nicole. Maybe we are the aliens to them. Very well could be. The hands alien could get... Um, this is how Sino's hands aliens interaction. The hands alien could get a message to the Sino aliens just by thinking. So telepathy. The hands alien also connected, contacted the Sino's aliens at the Green Temple building to tell them about the human contact. The Sino's aliens gave hands, the hands being physical. So they're two different beings. Okay, see, that's where I was confused. I thought they were the same. Um, being physical examination and apparently had an instrument like a, an electrocardiograph. Several CNOs beings would stand at top of the hands beings and tell them to move something. Excuse me. They also gave them an IQ test and musical instrument similar to a theremin. What's a theremin? I don't know what a theremin is. Oh, okay. It's one of, in case nobody knows what a theremin is. One I, I've seen these before. They're pretty wild, if you ask me. Um, let me open an image in new. It's one of these guys. Not add source share screen. Where you touch this and this this is a very strange thing anyway musical instrument um you make it go woo, 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 higher and lower i know i that was a good job wasn't it um higher and lower by going moving your hands almost like an emf meter moving it closer and away from away from it which is a very strange in itself, if you ask me. 
Yeah. Woo 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 woo! <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> so that's interesting. If they had one of those. Oh, hey, Bridget. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> Nicole. Oh my God, Missy is our alien. Hey, Pammy. <laughs> so yeah, I wonder if I could buy one of those things and set it up and have aliens play it. Like call them down to play it. Think Eddie would go for me buying one of them? I don't know how much they are. What do you guys think? <laughs> It's for the greater good, right? How you doing, Pammy? How you doing, Bridget? Welcome, welcome. Make one? I don't know how to freaking make one. Well, yes, Nubs. Um, Actually, Frank's Box, which is um, kind of the creator of Spirit Boxes. One of his boxes created was... He would talk to an alien named Purple. Eddie ain't going to make me one. <laughs> he don't know. He wouldn't know what. I don't know if he knows what those are. So, yes, that is true, Nubs. Yeah, if you look up Frank Sumner and uh, Aliens, he had one box that was specifically for aliens that's where like i said the alien purple came in that's what they called it i should because that'd be cool it'd be a cool experiment right i mean it's like an emf meter kind of look at that see that's why i love you guys let me see andy I think Andy was trying to make me say this because it says, with our cookies, we spoil you while shopping with our pages. <laughs> so $282. What's that in U.S., Andy? Or I can get this one that's 2666 <laughs> Holy hell. Yeah, Andy won't let me get one of those. <laughs> Yeah, no. Hey, G-Smoke, how you doing? So, yeah. They spoil you with cookies for Fluky. I think we can hear animals through spirit boxes. That's a very good way to look at it, Spit. That's interesting. Three spirit boxes that mimic our vocals, but they are outside of our hearing. I mean, that's definitely interesting. Oh, it's about three fifty in U.S. Oh, yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, 
She just had I had her ice cream. But don't she need cookies with it? Yeah, see? Patrick's like, yay! Thank you for the ice cream. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but I wonder if they, if they, if you focus on like a K2 meter. Yeah, okay. I'll do that and tell him Andy said it was all right, that you, that he got permission to tell me it's all right for me, Eddie. That made sense. I don't even know if that made sense. But that would be a cool freaking experiment. I mean, seriously, there's got to be something. If that if that's the music, apparently, to them, right? If a theremin, theremin I don't even know what the hell, how to say it. Um, if they had that, it was a musical instrument similar, similar to the theremin. Right, but I'm just saying somehow, or even a, um, Wow. A proximity device, right? That might look like that. Might draw them in to play. Do you know what I'm saying? No, we don't want to do that. Hold on. I don't know. I'll have to look that up. A stylophone. Kinda. But it would have to, if it, it was similar to that, it has to have an antenna coming out of it. So I want to build something that looks familiar to them, right? And if a theremin looks familiar to them. I don't know. All right, moving on. <laughs> Before I spend Eddie's money that we have no, no, no. <laughs> All right, let me look. Yeah, that's the one I was just looking at. Look at, they're talking about cookies on this site, too. I love you, Nicole. But it would have to have an antenna. I don't know how to build a theremin. If somebody finds instructions how to build a theremin, <laughs> she swore at me. Um, if people find instructions on how to build a theremin, let me know. I'll try. I'll try my damnedest in four languages, too. <laughs> All right. So um, they also asked the hand beings to make designs with multiple hands. They could 
also make the hands beans sleep, which is interesting because the hands beans didn't need sleep. I'm not saying that, Patrick. She already sweared at me. <laughs> The Sinos beans could not move as fast as the hands being because the hands steps were bigger and the Sinos beans could not run on the hands as planet. The Sinos beans gave one hands beings, man, this is confusing. The one making human contact a ride in their spaceship, which is about 200 feet in diameter. It was probably not the mothership. So they're even actually acknowledging motherships. The spaceship was blue. See, I, I read in between the lines like that. The spaceship was bluish green all over, and Hans could watch his gawking friends on the ground via a Senios TV within the ship. Hans also saw a moon. It was all black. It was black and white with ridges, and the ride lasted more than an hour. The Sinos used fuel. So these hands, people are checking out the other aliens just and vice versa. <laughs> Turtle cookies. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the Sinos used fuel from the temple for the space track. The Sinos aliens built a star well, star well, permitting the hands being to see the stars despite their bright sky. Hmm. The Sinos human interaction. The Sinos aliens were at his home, were reluctant to give an okay for the hands beings to share information about the Sinos with the humans and wanted to check the humans out first. So these Sinos aliens are from a different solar system than the hand beings. The entire Sinos sky is lit up. So they must be near a sun. They know of humans and had visited, visited us during World War II. Thank you, Nicole, for the lemons. So the Sinos were scared, not scared, but they just wanted to know us first. Obviously, because they've known us during, during World War II. So they're probably like, you know, humans were afraid of them. And we humans are the most warlike beings they knew of. And I've heard that over and over again. No matter what beings are being talked about, they always said that we are the most warlike creatures. We... You know, that's true, Andy. Sky could be lit up by it like our northern lights. That is true. Hey, I'm Earth or Aliens. How are you, hon? Welcome, welcome. That's true. I didn't think of that. Good point, Andy. Good point. Yeah, I believe that too, Nicole. Definitely. Definitely. So humans were afraid of them. Um, 
humans were closer to the hands levels of evolution. So we we're closer to the hands than the sinos. They considered humans primitive because they had not learned to fly through space nor live together. And I've heard that too before. They could access human minds when humans were sleeping. So sleep with the tinfoil. <laughs> the Cenos would know when humans took photos of the backside of the moon. Interesting. Interesting. That is very interesting. So I wonder, hey, Lockbeard. I wonder what's going on in that with that species of aliens knowing that China's go, gone through the backside of the moon. Adventures with Nub says, you think aliens are tired of humans' dumb shit? They do. Yeah, exactly. We're not civilized because we're not at the stage of love. We're not in that. We're not fully in the fifth dimension. We as a species are extremely primitive and uncivilized when it comes to living, comes to living with another. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's why. I mean, we're getting closer. More people are awakened, right? That's what I'm thinking, Patrick, if they have a base on the moon. They're so, you know, I look for things like that when I'm reading, when I, when I, you know, am reading about um, stuff like that. It puts a red, not a red flag, but just a, hey, you know. No, it's just, it's very true, Lockbeard. It's not to be judgmental. Well, I mean, the primitive, yes, that's a little judgmental, but um Yes, exactly, exactly. We are the act of dangerous species to everyone. And it's true. It's true. But we're getting there. We're getting there. Once we get the, you know. Um, love one another for who we are, basically. Andy said, really? People seem to be becoming less social now due to the advice we are all given about COVID, let alone certain migrant groups over here who think they live under laws and not ours. Yeah, but the thing of it is, is more people are keyboard warriors nowadays. Oh, me too, Nubs. Yup. Nubs says, I would love to see one myself, but I think the aliens are here with us in plain sight. Yeah. Definitely. So telepathy, the negative pole of a higher intellectual center is the common medium of communication between sentient species. Since we humans are like our warrior species, this capability is large lacking in our society. Apparently, some verbal-like information as well as image-like data can be transmitted in near time using the centering overleaf of the soul. The selected human, the hands ET alien, and the semios alien 
could all use this capability to communicate with one another. The sentient alien could easily identify the sentient beings which the hands ET alien was communicating when uh, shown a map of Earth. Moreover, the Sentios ET aliens have been there often before, excuse me, at least over the past 4,300 years or so. By the way, this is an important piece of information when trying to find out how the Sentosarians communicate. The Sinos astronauts have helped human civilization a lot, but it was not appreciated which is normal. That's what we do, right? Humans put a railroad over something they built. They put artifacts on islands now on sea floor and in Mexico, Peru, and Northern England and near Cairo, Egypt, um, something was put into or built at Chilo, Mexico, where the largest pyramid in the world is located. A total of 28 sites contain Sinos-related artifacts. I'm sure some that some of my neighbors are hybrids, part human, part something else, right? All right, Scoop, take care, hon. Thanks for coming in. Oh, they had to be like us sometime in history, but learn to work together with time. Between you, pictures of you, oh no, Andy's a werewolf, that's right. (laughs) All right, so here's the maps of which they showed apparently where they have put on items on this earth or where we basically destroyed their artifacts let me go ahead and
That's right, Andy is Dogman. That's right. Yeah, Pammy, that's what I mean. I let me show you while I'm on it. Let me show you the. Let me find it first. The picture. I want the both of the pictures. There we go. This is at least the um. This is the hands picture. That's the picture of the hands, aliens. Oh, really, Andy? Interesting. Around 1920 and 22 markers, when you look at Google Earth, it looks like the most like the most massive impact crater from an asteroid or something. That's interesting. So that's what, yeah, that's what the hands creatures look like. Um, let's see. So they said um, they made radiant lines and sphinx at Giza, Egypt, and things at Copan, Honduras. They also made a network of shallow groves in Nazca, Peru. So the Peru lines are them? Must be. Um, discovered by Peruvian Air Force and a calendar at Nazca, Peru. So the Nazca lines are them. An underground structure was made by, made at Pucara, Peru. The things at uh, Chicken Itza, Yucatan, was mostly made by humans. They made the Gateway to the Sun, a 10-ton stone at Tiahancatl. Well, yeah, well, that's what I was going for, Andy. Looks like a really bad, <laughs> badly taken photo of Eddie staring home from the bar. <laughs> so the human contactees wanted to visit the Sinos planet, but the Sinos said that by the time they got to Earth, the humans would not want to um, go if offered the chance or would not want to be gone for such a long time. Hey, Cassie. Yeah. That word, the word that Andy typed out for me. I'm not going to try and say it. <laughs> so the analysis, basically. The Sinos beings apparently are from the Proxima Centauri star, which we established, right? 12,000 to 13,000 AU away from Alpha Centauri A and B stars. This can be, so, okay, so the Sinos are from Proxima Centera, where the signal is coming from now, where hands is from Proxima B, I believe. Right, guys? <laughs> so this can be calculated directly from the six weeks it takes to travel one-fourth of the journey. Assume that they sped up to near, near the speed of light during the first half of the flight. And then slow down during the second half. 
it is assumed that their spacecraft engines work much the same way as Argarian spaceship spacecraft engines do. See, this is a new site, so I'm I I don't even know what Argarians. Okay, this is. Let me see. They don't have a picture of. They don't. Uh, I don't know, but I'm saving that site too. That looks pretty cool. Hi, baby. Hi, baby. Do I got everything right? Yep. All right. Oh, okay. I, I lied. <laughs> I lied. I lied. It was a sneak peek. It was a woo. Um, in Orion's belt. I don't believe so, Patrick. Okay. Run, idiot's home. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, baby, how you doing? <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> Hi, honey. Welcome home. <laughs> LOL. I don't think so, Patrick. Nicole, we live in Orion's Belt. Yeah, <laughs> no, Orion's yeah. Belt in MIB <laughs> was a necklace on the cat. Yes. No. <laughs> Way to go, Nubs. Nubs threw his, threw his whole crew off. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay, Andy. <laughs> Come on now. All right, so we've established that the Sineos beings are apparently from Proxima Centria. The Hans beings are from Proxima B. Hey, Nubs. Oh, my beer? No, she didn't even have that ready for me. I had to get it. Hey, I got everything set up on the computer for him. Because that's going to feed me. That's right. <laughs> so it says, an intelligent being cannot live without gravity during the endless journey between the stars. The acceleration of our ships is always constant so that we can live on board exactly in our homes. The journey begins with a long period of acceleration until we have research or reached the maximum speed at which navigation is possible. Then we alternately slow down and speed up. The last part of the journey is a long period of declaration. And then they give a lot um basically distance from earth to sun in one year and all that they give all that which you know i i have no clue about so we're gonna skip down okay hey patrick blackbeard pammy spitfire nubs uh nicole andy just kidding <laughs> And whoever else might be working, I, I thought I heard you say aliens earlier. Yep, Mercer okay. Aliens was in the end. All right, so I think I got them. Lazy wench, Missy, and you want me to talk Eddie into buying you one of those gadgets? I'll have to, I shall have to rethink that one, lol. 
I'm, I'm, I'm worried. I, I didn't say anything. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I, I'm worried about what gadget he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never. I said, yeah, Eddie isn't going to. I would love for Eddie if we could buy one of those just to see if it would work and experiment. But they're expensive. They're like 300 bucks. Yeah, no, that ain't happening now. <laughs> <laughs> they said I had too much hair and not enough fingers. Yeah, but nowadays, it don't matter because long hair people can apply. That's right. Especially where I work. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting. I like hearing about how they speed up to maximum the maximum of the ship. And then to keep the gravity, they shift, speed up and slow down, speed up and slow down to keep their bodies. So I wonder if that's how, thank you, Nicole, for the ice cream. I wonder if that's how all aliens do that. I don't know. Anyway. I doubt it. Different aliens would be different, like different cultures in, in our society. We don't. Just because we do one thing doesn't mean everybody else is going to do it. Right. And we had that discussion with the oxygen because they were they were getting a signal from proximity of Centurial. Um, They picked up a signal coming from there that was 982 megahertz. And That's pretty strong. Right. So they're like, I don't think anybody can live on that planet. You know what I mean? It's like, how do you know? You know? I'm sure they're studying us going, how the hell will they live on that planet? <laughs> Thus, it seems like Senios come from or are going to a large planet with three to six to three to times eight times the surface gravity of Earth. Is that more or less? I think it's more. Moreover, the strength reported as five times that a human also supports this conclusion. Furthermore, in the answer to the question, does any planets revolve around our nearest star proximity central and does it have life? As for life, small chance. Proximia Centauri is a flare star, meaning that it undergoes random fluctuations in brightness. Because Proximia is small, the habitable zone is close to the star that any planet will always turn the same to face it. Um, it appears that Earth's astronomers have discovered our post planet. Or dilapidated. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why. That's why, Andy. Proximia Century is about one point or zero point one percent solar mass. Any planet in the habitable zone would always face proximia and therefore always be lit up con- consistently or constant with the report Sinenio's sky always lit up. But the Sinios must inhabit the Jupiter of the Proxima Centauri star system or at least have a base there. However, it would be a bit unusual to find such a large planet orbiting the tiny Proxima Centauri star. Um, let's see. 
This tells more about the planets. Hey, distracted. <laughs> so Proxima Centria is both a red dwarf and a flare star. It is de debatable whether a planet orbiting this star could support life. Nevertheless, because of the star's proximity to Earth, it has been proposed as a destination for interstellar travel. However, since the planet has now been proven to exist um, around Proxima Centauria, and since we are now proposing that a sentiment life form exists there, this strongly suggests a brown dwarf star also exists in Proxima Centauria's system. Proxima Centria seems too distant to be bound to Alpha Centauri star system. So this would tend to exclude planet formation according to the astrometric theory, unless other stellar objects like a brown dwarf were present. Blackbeard says a civilization sufficiently advanced you not to seriously consider traveling to another star system would never end up traveling like it is shown in typical science fiction movies. Therefore, Calling out all the liars. Right. Well, you never know. I don't know. I, I've never been around an alien to ask them how they travel. Okay. And I bet you neither has anybody making these movies. Right. I know that. So you, you now, I, I kind of agree with Lockbeard on this one. You honestly think that they just, oh, this is how they travel. This must be how they travel. But we have no clue. Right. Right. And that's all he's saying is is you're portraying your thought on how they travel. Right, right. That's and all that's all saying. we can do is speculate, though. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. And, and, but he's saying for those that believe science fiction right, I are get, full of shit. Right. I totally understand what Lockbeard's saying. <laughs> so the Sentio's conclusion is that humans who wanted to visit their planner was indeed an unreasonable request. It would take the Senios a minimum of 18 years to make a round trip to Earth and back. It would take at least 36 years to go and get them from Earth, fly to the Senios planet, and return them to Earth. This is a half a human lifetime. In a telephone booth? What? Distracted said they could travel like Bill and Ted. Oh, yeah. And I said in a telephone Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely possible that, well, it's, they definitely move faster than we do. Right. I mean, if people spot UFOs once they didn't boof, it's just gone. Because they hit some kind of warp drive portal, whatever, and they're gone. Right. Where we just, you know, kind of mosey along. <laughs> Interesting. So they, um... But it does says there appears to be evidence that the Senos, Senos did visit Earth during the time of the Akkadian civilization. One was designated the Sumerian god Enki. So, Nicole, you do you think we have the technology to create star dates? I mean, if so, that's pretty cool. So they're putting them up there with like 
the Anunnaki. But the Anunnaki were what giants or gods? I can't remember. Well, these were eight foot. Well, hands was eight. They didn't say what Sinos looked like or uh, the Sinos aliens looked like or how tall they were. The hands alien, however, doesn't look anything like the Anunnaki. I'll tell you that much. It looks like you stumbling back from the bar. That's what Andy said. And I don't even remember when the last time was I was at a bar. <laughs> well, yeah, what was it, two years ago? Me, you, and uh, Brooke. Brooke, yeah. Patrick said, it'd be crazy to think that all aliens out there are the same level as all the rest. I know. It's kind of like you don't think about that, right? Hey, Sophie. Hi, Sophie. We are. Hope you are well as well. You know, it's funny, Sophie. I miss most of it, too. <laughs> We're doing a flyby. I'm sorry, Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. <laughs> and key wasn't that the comment that fell apart in forms of the tour? I'm not sure, Andy. That's a good question. Honestly, I'm not sure. You doing flybys? That's why I said I'm sorry, Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. Oh yeah. <laughs> So interesting. I wonder. Hmm. Tell her she can come in this. If she can come in this live. Exactly. This live in my live, or if Andy has one, anybody, I don't be afraid because we got her back. You guys, guys have all heard it before, but my lives are my mods are very good. They know what they know the bullshit. They okay? know what they're looking for. Exactly. We talk about sensitive, especially on days like today, we talk about sensitive material and then everybody is welcome here and that nobody, you know, we're here to talk about what we're talking about on the day. Tell her to come in and relax with friends. We don't do the drama here. We don't do, you know. Exactly. Lockbeer says, I think that understanding the accurate science, how the universe functions, allows us to know how actual exploration would occur. But 99.99% of humans still believe in the quantum cult. Hmm, that's pretty good. I don't know. I am not that scientifically knowledge. To all I know is the way I look at things is the way I feel in my gut on certain things. Do you know what I mean? Bridget Ladd says, we have stargates. Yes, aliens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't know about just chaos? Oh it's God. not like this. <laughs> hey, Ted, how you doing, hon? How you doing, Ted? Aliens, I didn't know you guys, you and uh, G-Smoke didn't know I had a channel. It's me and Andy. We run one on every Saturday and Sunday. Oh, G-Smoke didn't know either? I thought no, G-Smoke's been in there. I thought, I thought Aliens has been in there. I don't know. Obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, again, they said the Sinos aliens are frequent visitors to Earth, having less visited during World War II. So it should be no surprise that they are back again. Eight foot tall Taiwan alien declared to be real by experts. Um, again, I'll show the picture. 
Yes, so if you let Claire know. And you brought up a good point. He says, one thing I have learned about scientists, they get tied up in the opinion and dogma rather than examine new evidence which contracts previous ideas, right. etc. Right. Or no, he's right, contradicts Contradict. the previous ideas. Right. So that's the aliens. That's the one that Andy says looks like you stumbling home. <laughs> No, he's leaning too far forward. I'd be off to the side more. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the eight-foot Taiwan aliens that showed up there. Really? Now i got to scroll all the way down. Oh, when you do that, what does it do? Jump to the top of the story? Yeah. Um. So... An eight-foot-plus-tall alien with webbed hands that was spotted in Taiwan in December has been determined to be real. The following video and pictures show... I don't have the following video and pictures, but anyway, show three different media reports of in Taiwan. The video features a rather strange sighting of an alien being. I'm going to... Or I'm going by the translation of the original report. The sighting took place near a body water known as Jiamung Lake. Experts at the Taiwan Unidentified Flying Object Society measured the alien to be approximately 8.2 feet tall. The alien had webbed hands, nearly comp completely transparent skin, and his head was quite similar to the head of a praying mantis. So I wonder if those are the mantis beings. I don't know. I'll have to read this more. This is interesting. <laughs> Patrick says, according to that guy who worked on alien ships in Area 51, he said they use the gravity drive, and when they connect with the planet's gravity. So basically what it sounds like he's saying is they, wherever they want to travel to, they grab their, their gravity force. They regulate and it. And use it like a slingshot. Okay. I, I think if I'm understanding Patrick correctly, they, they'll use it like a rubber band effect. Right, right. Are you talking about Bob Lazar, Patrick? They can leave here and arrive at the target planet in seconds. Yeah, so they're, they're locking on to uh, a planet's gravi gravity system. There is a whole... Andy, you were here, I believe, when we did the KGB alien book. There is okay. a whole... Yes... We went through, if you haven't checked it out, go check out my, I, there's two, because we had to do it in two parts, KGB alien book with all the alien species known to human, well, government or KGB, I should say. That's a, I was right when uh, Patrick was explaining that. No, he, well, I asked him if he was talking about Bob Lazar. No, 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 I told him that... Referring to using the, the gravity like a slingshot. Exactly, Lockbeard. It sounds like Bob Lazar, but um, he didn't really understand what he was seeing there. Yeah, because people, like I said before, people don't understand when, when scientists are working in, in places like that, whether it be on alien spaceships or whether it be on something um, uh, classified, they don't know what they're working on. They're just doing their job. So they don't see the full picture of it. And they never will. And they never will, right. 
until it's flying in the sky and going, whoa, wait a minute. But then yet they still don't understand the functions of how it works. Right. Because they were only told to do this job. That's it. Don't go beyond that point. Because we don't want you connecting the dots on how all this works. Right. Exactly. They don't even talk to other scientists that work usually. Like the film Man Who Fell to Earth, there could be aliens roaming the earth that we don't exactly. I believe there are. I believe there are. I totally. No, you ain't an alien, Sophie. That's right. No, I know. I'm, I'm just, I wasn't being an ass. I'm just saying, how, how do we know any of you that we've met? How do we know you guys ain't aliens? Maybe you got. Uh, I like David Adar's theories on things, but I don't. I don't like his approach to things, I guess. Oh, no, I didn't mean it like that, Sophie. Stop. <laughs> I have noticed in the news lately that alien agenda is coming out more and more and that we are not the only ones here. Only ones. There are billions. Yeah. Definitely. There's... Oh, Spitfire, I already knew that. And you think we got fantastic <laughs> girl, Sophie? <laughs> Why, um, they're all from the outer space? Lockbeard, so. when it comes to that, because he said, you mean the government isn't going to tell us the whole truth soon? No, I never believed that. I don't understand why people are, are so up in arms about that. UFO Twitter, as I've talked about it before, is nuts. You know, I mean, common sense to me is they're going to only tell us what they want to tell us, even though there's full disclosure. Well, hi, it's, Danielle, 934. It's going to be, um, even though it's full disclosure, you know, most of it's redacted. So it's like, you know, I don't want, I don't understand what people are getting their hopes up about. And most of the stuff that we're seeing now has already been leaked. So, I mean, you know. What was the new person? Daniel? Daniel 934. Well, hello, Daniel 934. I don't see that person. That's right there. Right above Patrick saying he has been proven right. Oh, yes. Now I see. Never mind. <laughs> no, I mean, there's. I think there's some truth in there, but it's not going to be the, the whole story, basically. They'll never give me the whole story. That's how they keep control of you. I'm not even saying that about the control. I mean, do I believe in a fake alien invasion? Yes, I do. But um, I think they give us bits of truth with bits of, you know, you disinformation. Give, you have to give a bit of truth to keep people interested. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know. But I think more and more, like I said, more and more people are waking up and realizing what our world is all about and our lives are all about. And I explained it before the way I feel people see things, you know, whether it be cryptids, paranormal, UFOs, whatnot, people are not leveling up, but they're moving up in that frequency. The, the higher up in that frequency that you go up to is what you'll see. 
Actually, Ted, I think I think the alien agenda is to split and divide people because they know so many people think it's bullshit, but yet they got so many people out in the, out of the palm of their hand. Right, Andy. We are seeing what they want us to see. Nothing more, nothing less. It serves many purposes as well as diverting our attention to what's really going on with governments around the world. Yeah, but I, I well, see, I believe in the alien agenda just because the the fact that they uh they want to scare everybody. Right. I'm sorry. The way I feel about aliens is if they wanted to hurt us, they'd already fucking have hurt us. Oh, we, we'd all be, they, they, there would be no point in it. Right. You know, they're letting us know by, you know, shutting down the, the nuclear, you know, silos and that or, or, or putting them on to let them know, hey, we have the power over this. Yeah, we, we can watch them, we can shut them down and you won't have to do anything. Exactly. And again, people don't think that if we set up a nuclear bomb to blow up our planet, how do you think that affects the whole other, the solar system, the other, you know what I mean? It's going to cause a ripple effect. You know, Ted, Matt, you're right. Project Blue Book had, had a big hand in, in what was going on. And I think the reason why that program was diminished is because they were too close to exposing way too many people. Exactly, Andy. Aliens may well be well be well meaning, etc. But the human's power that be like to keep its public in fear and under control. Yeah, I totally agree. I just said that. I, just, I know. I, just I, I agree with Andy, not you, though. Well, no, you I'm don't fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, I mean the whole thing with Eisenhower. I totally. Hey, Macho Sancho, how are you? How you doing, Mo? How you doing, Macho? Hey, Mo. That almost sounded weird. How you doing, Mo and Macho? Macho. <laughs> How you doing, Han? Welcome, both of you. How you guys doing? Hey, um, Patrick, you're kind of right. I don't think they're here to guide us. They've already given us the knowledge. They want to see if we can use it without killing ourselves. Right. I think a lot of us is 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 we're higher up on the frequency. We get it. You know. We're doing good, Mo. Thanks for asking, buddy. How you doing? Um, hey, oracles. <laughs> she was lurking. She was lurking. She came in earlier. A little I bit thought, earlier. I thought you, you, you called Cassie. I wasn't sure. Right. But I had to make the pit stop before I came in. Right, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, that's just my belief. I mean... You know, it's it is what it is. I don't believe that much. I think if that was the truth, they'd already have a new slave race. Okay, I, I thought I, I figured out what you were talking about, Patrick. I'm not drunk. I'm just tired. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just. I believe that they, you know, if they wanted to do damage, they'd, they'd be able to do damage. They've already, they'd already done damage. Yeah, you're right, Lockbeard. Possibly the only thing Star Trek got roughly correct is the prime directive. Can we travel outside of our own solar system and live and investigate other places? 
Well, I mean, Ted, if you, he said, do you think that USA has made a pact with aliens? Humans be watching us feeding off our energy or creating negative energy from us. I believe there was a contract made, but it was like our technology or their technology for. I'm kind of on the fence when it comes to that because. You're talking about the Majestic 13. Majestic 12. I don't know. I think there's 13 people involved. <laughs> but, uh,. I'm on the fence with, I don't know if the alien, because I still believe in some of Stephen Greer. Not all of it, but I mean, I believe that some abductions were the government. You know, that makes sense to me, because the fear of the aliens, everybody wants, the government wants fear-based aliens. But I do believe that there was a contract with Eisenhower um, where because Eisenhower they wanted to give us where we could live, they we use the energy, whether it be the black is it the black? I think it was the black energy that powers our fucking uh, yeah, that we can use that for free energy. Nobody would have to work, you know, nobody would have to starve, all that good stuff. They wanted to bring that to us, but Eisenhower didn't want to give no. us nothing for free, yeah. So, I mean, that's the theories going around. Yes, Ted Mack, that is exactly why our technology is becoming the way it is. They, it, it's not their, they, they're not giving us the technology to rebuild or anything. They're giving us the understanding of the technology that we have to take care of and figure it out now ourselves. But don't let us know if we're doing it wrong. Macho says, I think we're capable of more damage than they ever dreamed of. An advanced race of beings would have little or no use for weapons. And that's true of our mech. That I can understand where you're coming from because as as the theories go on, um, you know, I get what you're saying because of the fact that, you know, they're supposed to be all loving. Uh, some of them. I don't know about all of them. There's some scary ones out there, apparently. But um, at least the ones I'm talking about is because to them, there is no war. There is no, you know what I mean? That's why they come look at us, because they don't understand how we think. Why are we after each other? Right. Yeah, they don't get that. Uh, Andy says, I really respect Eisenhower warning the world about military industry complete so long ago and so very true, too. Blackbeard says, oh, he's talking to Andy. Oh, Andy casting. <laughs> Advanced race. Yeah, that's, what we're, that's yeah. what we're talking about, Macho. I totally, I will say, yes, I'm on, you're, you're right about that. That's, you look at it from that way. I totally get your point. Yeah. I, I think advanced races, instead of killing each other, they separate themselves from each other and go their own way. That's why they, yeah, that's why they, they don't, they don't understand how we are. We fight each other. We, 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 we just, that's what, this is what they're thinking. We have an argument or we walk away. You guys have an argument or you blow each other up. Hello, Melanie. Her's been lurking too. Hi, Melanie. I, I often wonder if some planes crashing or go missing are intentional in order to feed the aliens. I hope I don't believe that's true, Ted. No, no, they don't eat like we do. I don't believe. 
I don't even think they eat. I think they just absorb well, energy. According to the hands and the Sineos uh, aliens, they eat tasteless pills and they don't sleep. So, I mean, it's something that they take to maintain, do you know what I mean? Whatever they maintain. Um, but I think some plane crashes are due to, I mean, if you look up the Ted Stevens. Ooh. Patrick just said they may be looking at us and seeing themselves in their distant past. That's one of the theories that they're coming back to kind of like we would look, go to museums to see the dinosaurs. Sitting there going, they're looking at us going, damn, we I live be- like that? Right, yeah. What the hell was I thinking? Oh, gotcha, Melanie. Okay, well, welcome, welcome, hon. <laughs> that, that's a good point, Patrick. I, I like that point. Kind of like when we go look at the museums at the dinosaurs. That's yeah. what they're kind of doing here. That's no, 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 no. What, what, what he's saying, what, what, what he's saying, well, so you think some people go look at the dinosaurs going, God damn, I used to look like that? No, but aliens know that. Right, they, but that's what Patrick's saying, is, is they're coming back looking at us like, damn, that used to be me? What the fuck happened? Well, according to some places, yes, or some people, yes. What aliens are evolved, they've already lived through this world. If you want to go that route as well, they've already, you know, and they say Earth is the hardest place to experience. But when you die here, you might level up and go to another planet and live their way if you want to go that route. And he said, always oh, said, I can see two reasons for aliens to come to a constant warring place like here either a science experiment or food farm no i believe they want to help us out i believe they really want to that now that more people are awakening and understanding and coming out in and feeling i mean they're not totally feeling but look how um more people are coming in you know uh more people coming out with stories of seeing ufos or aliens because I mean, we're still not at that level where they're not getting judged. But they feel, hopefully there's more channels like mine where you're protected in here. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Actually, uh, Sophie, we, some of us personally may have never seen the men in black, but the men in black have been seen. That's true, Macho Sancho, yes. In my opinion, that humans are the only advanced being that evolved as predators. Predators don't usually live in large groups. No, because predators usually travel alone. Unless you're a lion and shit like that. <laughs> that was back in the day, Spitfire. Yes, there, there was a, a, about a big, huge war against... Uh, I think a lot of it stems from the, the, the whole 2012 thing where, like, if you guys have been here before when I've talked about it in 2020, 2012, we were supposed to die, right? Because the Mayan candle calendar. 2012, not 2020-12. Did I say 2020 yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No. In 2012, we were supposed to die. Because the Mayan calendar ran out. But I think we did. I think we started evolving into basically like Earth 2. 
if you've heard that theory before, um, to where that's why we're seeing more and more because we're our frequency level is moving up and up. And so the more and more people are seeing UFOs, the more and more people, their frequency has lifted up. But 2020, 2012, damn it, I did it again. Yes, you did. 2012 is also when supposedly if you go back and read about Thoth in Egypt or Toth, whatever, however you want to say it, he also, that's when the grid came off to, for protection from us. What's up, circle? You know, that's what I mean when I study about things that are going on now and see in ancient times how they looked at it what was going on hey circle welcome by the way <laughs> Lockbeard, Lockbeard says, uh maybe the uh, mayans just got tired of writing i used to i yeah i used to say that too i'm like after all those years of doing calendars don't you think they got sick of doing calendars you know but <laughs> um no, yeah and just, end of the age yes yep yeah but we're what i'm saying is yes the end of the age where we we were supposed to shift Right. So, but like I said, if you go look at the teachings of Thoth, he'll tell you also that he made the grid. That's why the pyramids were built because they were like, and that's why ley lines are there to protect us from being away from aliens. So we only a few select aliens knew that we were here. So now in 2012, when it, the grid came off, more and more aliens are going, well, what's that down there? <laughs> you know, that type of thing. We're no longer off the grid. <laughs> it's like the cloak just quit working and they're like, oh. Right. And you're right, Andy. So-called scientists thought they had deciphered that Mayan calendar later discovered. That's right. Because of the fact that it actually was six years off and the so apparently the calendar was actually done in 2018. And if you go look at some of the weird shit that happened in 2018, I know 2012. Um, Damn it, Mo. <laughs> Sophie, uh, human habitation on Mars, I, I really don't think it's possible. Um, other species, creatures, aliens, whatever the hell you want to call them might be uh possible but for humans to inhabit it i i can't see that happening it's too dry of a planet too hot of a planet um i just don't see it happening macho it's funny that you say that because he says i have a theory um oh crap it's rolled up on me so he says in 2012 was just a ploy to sell books and movies and, and that movie was stupid yeah. <laughs> I have a theory that all planets on Earth are different points of its life from beginning to end. Yes, I, you know, and the thing of it is, is I used to say all the time, and Eddie can vouch for me, I think, if he remembers, I used to say the Earth wow. being the third rock from the sun, we're just... That was a good program. Yes, it was a good program. But, um, it like, Mars was us before, you know what I mean? We're going down in the line, getting closer to the sun. Yes, it, it, it was Mars before, and, and you're right. It's just a planet. Every, every year that we rotate, we move just a little bit closer to the sun. 
And that's what caused Mars to finally dry up because it got close enough to the sun, uh, close enough to the sun, right? That it literally dehydrated that planet. And so, in my belief, I I think it's not going to happen in our lifetime, but our planet will be next. Right. Yeah, that's a messiism. It would have said 2012 merch now. <laughs> but that's that's my personal belief. And, and, and the discussion we had about that was a long, deep one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. White men have had even accepted the world is round and we revolved around the sun. Not what Why am I not is. seeing any of this chat? I don't know. All right, I see where White Man is. Then Nicole posted and then Spitfire. Andy, we got we had more water than Mars ever had. No, we're the third rock from the sun. Mars, Mars is in front of us, not behind Did us. Did we just go through another Mandela effect? We might have. <laughs> it's the men in black. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now, how, how does the fucking planet rotation go? I thought Mars was in, in front of us. I don't know, but you ever see like... Um, oh, hold on. No, because now you know, just pissed me off and not answer my question. I'm sorry. It's because of the rotation, honey. Because we're not actually going around like our... our like the picture show. We're no, not, we're, we're all off we're going, Yeah, <laughs> we're going mellow. Hey, Wisteria. Welcome Hi, on. Wisteria. 2012 is actually loosely based upon Graham Hancock's book, Big Breaths of the Gods. Yes. Mars is near much place in the store. LOL. If we carry on talking like this, the men in white will come and be coming for us. I know. I'm telling you, Ted, if I ever disappear. It's kind of like Bob Lazar said. I, the reason I'm coming out with this stuff is so if I do get killed, you know. Now I'm getting fucking confused. Because I looked up, uh, is Mars closer to the sun than Earth? And this is the shit that comes up now that they, this will confuse the fuck out of you. <laughs> okay, because it says, um, what, did it, what did it tell me? It says, uh, search for, is Earth closer to Mars or the sun? And then it comes up saying, <laughs> which of the planets is closest to the sun universe today? Is Mars closer? Uh, so Mercury is the closest planet to the sun. Right. Which is Mercury? I thought was the the hottest, right? So he is the closest, okay. And then Venus is the second closest planet to the sun, and Earth is the third closest to the planet to the sun. So we are closer <laughs> to Mars than we are the sun. Right. Yes. If I'm reading that right, remember the my mom ordered pizza or whatever. What? Yeah, I, I can't remember the freaking acronym though. Hey, Midnight Paranormal, how you doing, hon? What's up, Midnight? Let's see if they if they have it. 
You know what? I'll never find it because I don't know how to spell acronym. (laughs) (laughs) Sun, Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars. Yes, because they don't want to go closer to the sun. They want to go away from the sun. Thank you, Nicole, for the limos. That was weird. Did you guys hear that beep afterwards? Did you hear that? The Lamont, the Lamont, <laughs> the Lamont. Elderly men just news. We're doing good. Thanks for asking. Yeah, Macho's a, a cow nim. Claire knows she's safe with us. Hey, Zach. Hey, midnight. I, I don't know who the hell else I missed. I was over in Google. <laughs> he was over in Google. I was making myself stupid. So what What do you guys think? I mean, seriously. Now, like I said, we went backwards in the timeline. Okay, so in the beginning, first, in 1950s, there was a report of those aliens, right? Before Centennial, um, uh, not Centennial. <laughs> what the frick is the name of it? That's not it either. Proxemia B. Before Proxemia B was even discovered by us, right? There's a report in 1950 that these aliens come from Proxemia B. Then we find Proxemia B and Centuria, right? And all that. Where these aliens supposedly said they were from. Right? Now... We have a signal coming from them, from Centuria, not the aliens, but Centuria, Prox, uh, Proxemia Centuria, a signal coming from them, or coming from there, that's not like any other signal we've heard before. It's the 982 megahertz, which is not normal. So what do you guys think? Is it from aliens, or what do you think? something that I wanted to comment. Oh, uh, Midnight Paranormal. Uh, Restream bot is not a person. (laughs) But there's a person after where it says Restream bot, you'll see a name afterwards. They're on a different platform. That's why. It's just an identification to let us know what platform they're talking from. Macho Sancha, I would let them in. I'd probably be freaked out. I'm not going to lie. But also, I... Wow, that was pretty neat. Wisteria says, I think humanity has a lifespan and the earth has a reset where it all starts all over again. Oh, wow. That, but how, how would that happen though? It might re, it might restart for the person that, that died. It'll restart, but it's not going to restart for a whole new cycle will restart. I would start a war, Nicole, if I, I gave him some of my copy. Another extinction. Yeah. Okay, so you're talking about a parallel universe where we go and start a new life as a different identity, but the same person. Nubs, I've said the same thing time and time again, uh, even with technology of using rollers and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> 
There is no way you moved tons of one stone that high. I, I don't care how many people were pulling that fucking rope. <laughs> so you would think, Mysteria, every time we die, we we actually go higher? I'm telling you, it all, it all, I'm not telling you. Well, I am telling you. I'm just explaining the way I look at things is that when we die, we'll move up to a higher level. Yeah, we assume. Will we automatically, or, or will yeah. they have to go back and we've see? Already, we've already established, we've already gone through the lesson of being rocks and grass and all that shit and trees and stuff like that. Then Is we, that why my then, head hurts every time I see a fucking lawnmower? Maybe. It could be. <laughs> then we ascend to, we became animals. Then we became humans. So, then because we'll I went to grass, a higher level. I became animal food, became animal shit, turned into an animal. But that's why we still have our survival instincts as well. Um, they reckon this virus thing happens every 100 years. Well, if, that, if that's the case, then their timing's way off because the swine flu wasn't too, it wasn't 100 years ago. And then turn around. Yeah, but that wasn't a virus. I mean, it was a virus. Yeah, it was a virus. But it's not a, it wasn't a killer. It took Dwayne. That was not the swine flu. That was. That was what? He got, he contracted swine flu. Yeah, but he also had an underlying. Okay, but swine flu took, took him. That's not the one with mosquitoes, though. Mosquitoes pass on swine flu. Was it? Yes. Okay. It don't seem like it. Don't seem like it. I don't know. Yep. And then you had bird flu. Yep. No, Andy, we did have what they called the swine flu. Yeah, the bird flu. H H H H five N one. Yeah. Hey, Amora. Hi, Amora. But yeah. So I just think, see, this is how I, I kind of let you guys into the research aspect of my show, of what I go through, or not even for the show, even for my own benefit of how I do things. I, I find something that happens recently, and then I go back through history and try to find something to see if anything's relevant. If it derives from what had happened back then. Right. If something, even if it's like, It'll be, you know, obviously it's not what happens here is not going to be explained the same way back then. So right. you got to kind of, but piece it together like a jigsaw puzzle. Right. The H1N1, so, that was it. The H1N1, the pig sniffles. <laughs> so that's kind of what I, how I research things when it comes to stuff like this. H5N1 is still on the high consequence infectious disease list in the UK. COVID was removed three days before the government put us in lockdown last. Hey, Truth Revealer. Hey, Truth Revealer. How um, are you? I'm going to try. I, I don't know who this one is, but they know who I am. Obviously. Everybody knows chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Mysterious here. Is that Lee? Did Lee change his name? 
people get one of them, they the next go to old. Well, yep, that's good job, honey. Good job. Wow, I don't know how. I just, just, just something told me. <laughs> I just did before Mysteria said it. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, buddy. Welcome. How was that? How was that, Mysteria? Was that pretty good or what? Well, I figured it was somebody that knew you because they said me. You that, know what I mean? Well, when they say it that way, it's like, all right, it's somebody I just recently spoke to. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> I was the only one that actually got who it was. <laughs> Besides the people that already knew, obviously. Right, yeah, right. I, I just can't believe I actually, I was just like, Wait a minute. Coming in shortly after Mysteria. Right. It's got to be Lee. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, guys. I mean, what do you think? I hopefully, you know. I think we can see her and talk for 10 more minutes. I oh, think... she's dying. Hold on. She should be dying for a cigarette. I forgot. I came in late. Besides that, when I got out of work, I stood up back, had a beer and a cigarette before I came upstairs. See? Chaos is a real truth reliever. Revealer. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I'm not. Yeah, I just ride the ponytail, the, the coattails, the shadows. I just have good ideas every now and then, or good insight. Right. But believe me, she's the one that you need to listen to, but you don't have to. I, I mean, half the time <laughs> I don't, but. The truth is revealed, see? You're right, Macho. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Mentioning the made outfit, I was so confused. <laughs> hey, Shandy. Hey, Shandy. Misfit. Oh, no, it's another freaking misfit. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't mean that bad, Shandy. <laughs> Trust me, I know I know three or four other misfits, and they ain't nothing but goddamn trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thanks for hanging out and, and not taking off before I got here after work. <laughs> Why would they do that? Because uh, Nub says, Eddie's on his way, run. <laughs> <laughs> he said that like that. right after I sat down, I read that. I'm like, fuck you, Nubs. <laughs> cool. Cool, Shandy. But she's our bestie too, and so are you and Patrick, Nicole, and, and as a matter of fact, every, every one of you is in the room are our best. We love each and every one of you. Let me go over to D Live. Start hyping up that chat over there. Hey, this time she said chat, not chest. Heather and Freaky must. Have, I don't know what's the weather like there, Patrick. Heather and Freaky must have sunshine because they're out and about. <laughs> so. If you're over in D-Live, you can steal some Limones. <laughs> oh, oh, Nicole putting up Cookie Monster. She over there ready for it. That's right. She's like, give me the, let me, give me well, the Well, yeah, I think, I think we've met one time before, so it's nice, it's nice to have you back. Well, I know they're over in your neck of the woods there, Patrick, so. Oh, uh, Mysteria, you know, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm maybe not on the phone. 
And even though Andy's like halfway, halfway around the world from me, I have I'd sit and talk with him and Nicole for a long time just through the computer and and, and do you know a, a video chat with him. Most amazing people I've ever met are, are, are coming from over there. I'm just happy each and every one of you are, has stuck around and hung out with us today. Make sure they trust me. Yeah, it does. It does. It really does. And, and see, this is people, at least Andy, Nicole, Patrick, uh, Freaky Geek, he never came back. I don't know what the hell happened to him. But, or no, he wasn't here. He today. wasn't, he wasn't here. Okay. I was thinking of uh, Sunday show. Um, Melanie, and everybody that comes to the uh, Saturday Sunday show, too, you guys will understand when I do the show with Shadows all week long, it, 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 it like it, it, builds it, up. It, yeah. Thank you. That's a good word for it. He's a man. Freaky, yes, Freaky Geek is a man. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we, Freaky Geek's pretty cool. We love each and every one of you. Thank you, Midnight Paranormal. Thank You're you. one of them. Don't forget that. That's right. That's right. All right. I'm going to open up the chest. So if you're over in D-Live. She said she's going to open the chest, not her chest. So don't stare at the camera too hard. You'll miss your coins. <laughs> All right. You got 20 seconds, guys. If it doesn't pop up for you. Hit that chest. That just sounds gross, too. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. No matter what, you guys, you know. Only on Sundays, Mysteria. Only on Sundays. Or Saturdays. But not not, not Shadow Show. <laughs> no. And three this seconds. is what I want to tell you guys. Huh? I said three seconds. This is where I want to tell you guys. I, I I love every one of you. Stay safe. Stay strong. We're almost through this. And we did it together. Good to see you guys tomorrow. Have a good night. Nicole got 102 lemons. Patrick got 59.0. Melanie got 42.9. All right, guys. Great job. All right, with that being said, thank you each and every one of you for being here today, whether you're listening on the podcast or watching in the chat. I thank you for being here and spending the time and hanging with us. No, stupid, are you? We thank you. What? I, I thought you were you had, I forgot you had podcasts going. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I, I, I never addressed them. And I apologize to everybody in the podcast. I, I, I truly apologize. I am just a co-host that is told nothing, <laughs> so I, I totally, truly forget that you're there, and I apologize for that. Much love to you guys, too. Definitely. Thank you, everybody who's donated. Thank you, everybody who's watched, shared out the stream, liked the stream, all that stuff. You guys freaking rock. We now love you. what we need you to do is share your stories, your pictures. Share them with us all. You're not going to get judged, believe me. Not here. Never. <laughs> Definitely. You know? Yes, I am the part-time co-host. I am sorry, but it is inventory week. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
All right, guys, with that being said, have a great rest of your day. Take care. Be safe. Tomorrow, I'm not sure what we're talking about, but <laughs> something witchy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I do not want need to watch the fucking mummy. I'm not watching the fucking mummy. <laughs> if, 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 if the mummy comes on TV, if she's going to bitch at me because we're going to be one TV short. Because <laughs> I will put a hammer through it. Hey, Zach. He just don't want to sit there and watch Brandon Frazier. You know, you, you know what? Uh, I, I don't even get to get the goddamn notification anymore. Yeah, it's it's tough. That's why, you know, yeah. That's why if you're on social media, you know, follow Shadow of the Moon page. Um, or Nicole puts it in the group as well. Or, well, not my Facebook because I don't share it out on my Facebook. but um, Or Twitter. Any of those. Right there. Look at that. Streamlabs. Right on the ball. Look, Amora couldn't have put it no better. She loves your smile and my humor. Oh, we love you guys. Thank you, Amora. That's so sweet of you. I All think right, mine's more sarcasm than humor, but I'll take it. Right. <laughs> All right, guys. I hope you love today's show. And, uh, you know, find something today that makes you smile with your eyes. Okay? Promise me that. Love you guys. Take care and be safe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.